You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Happy Tuesday, and thanks for joining me today. Yesterday, we began looking at God's activity in our lives that are affirmations of his great love for us. I mean, there's a list of just undeniable ways that God affirms his love for us in Romans chapter eight. That passage says, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Now, I want you to see five undeniable affirmations of God's love for us in those verses. Paul says, first of all, God foreknew us. What does that mean? It comes from a Greek word, and it just simply means to know ahead of time. We get the word prognosis from this Greek word. It means God knew you ahead of time before the world began. He knew the exact genetic composition that would show up in your life. He knew you would be where you are, and I would be here even before the action of creation. Nothing ever surprises God. He, he can't learn anything or forget anything because he knows everything. And here's something to think about. Has it ever occurred to you that nothing ever occurs to God? Nobody else but God foreknows. The weather people sure don't know the future, right? Even doctors don't know the future. And do, a doctor examines you, makes a prognosis. He says, you're going to get well or you're not going to get well. He or she may be wrong in both cases. I'm thankful for doctors, but they just don't always know what the future holds. Like the doctor who told a patient, he said, uh, you've got one year to live. And he added, and your bill is $20,000. And the patient said, well, I can't pay that. And the doctor said, well, then I'll give you two years to live. <laughs> the socket, psychic hotline doesn't know your future. Whether people don't know the future, the doctor doesn't know your future. But God knows. God foreknew me. That's the first undeniable affirmation. Two, God predestined us. Romans 8, 29 says, for those God foreknew, he also predestined. Now, there's a lot of confusion about that word predestination. There is a difference between foreknowledge and predestination. Foreknowledge means to know in advance. Predestination means to map out in advance. When I was a kid, every summer during our vacation at uh, the lake in northern Minnesota, mom and dad would always select at least one day that we would have to go spend a day at my grandpa and grandma Crooks' house. Now, they lived about 35 miles away from our cabin, a little place called Lake George. Now, I love my grandparents, but when you're a kid who can spend the day on the lake in the sun, swimming, water skiing, boating, fishing, going to spend a day at grandpa and grandma's house never sounded all that appealing. Now, mom and dad always knew in advance what our reaction would be when they made the big announcement, you know, what day it was. Do we have to? Why can't they come here for the day? <laughs> That's foreknowledge. They knew we would react that way, but we always went anyway. <laughs> That's predestination. Foreknowledge is God's ability to know the future in advance. Predestination is the direct intervention of God to accomplish his purposes. But predestination is not what some people think it is, that that before time began, God looked at this person and that person and said, hey, I predestined you for heaven. And another person, I, I predestined you to hell. Too bad for you, but it's my unpredictable choice. That's not predestination. The word predestined is only used four times in the Bible. And it always refers to somebody who loves God to somebody who is already a follower of Jesus Christ. Nowhere in the Bible are we told that God predestines some to be saved and some to be lost. The Bible 
says God does not show favoritism. It says whoever will may come. It says that it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Predestination always applies only to the believer. When it says for those God foreknew, he also predestines. It means that when I accepted Jesus Christ as my leader and forgiver, I was predestined. The question is, what was I predestined to? Romans 8, 29 continues to be conformed to the likeness of his son. Once I become a follower of Christ, I was predestined. God decided ahead of time what he wanted to accomplish in my life. He determined ahead of time that he would begin to build Christ's character in me. I was predestined to be like his son and predestined to be in God's family. In this sense, we are to be a brother to Jesus Christ that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. As followers of Jesus, God has intervened in our lives to create the character of Christ within you and me. You see, God's primary purpose is not about our temporary happiness on earth. His primary purpose and activity is in our lives is all about the development of Christ-like character within us. He's not concerned so much with, am I happy? Am I pleased? Am I satisfied? Do I have everything that I want? What he's concerned about is building the character of Jesus Christ in your life and in mine. And in that sense, we've all been predestined as believers, predestined to be conformed to the likeness of Christ. God foreknew me, and then because of his love for me, he predestined me. He began building into me the character of his son. So let's chalk up another undeniable affirmation of his great love for us. Let's pray. God, I thank you that uh, you love us so much and uh, you work all things together for good. You foreknew us and predestined us who would come to Christ to be made into the likeness of Christ, to be like him. Thank you for your commitment to us that as unfinished people, you are doing your sanctifying unfinished work in us so that we can be complete in him. God, I pray that uh, this time next year, each one of us will look more like Christ than we do today as you conform us to your will. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, more great truths from Romans 8 will unpack tomorrow. See you then. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 